Okay. He's armed? Yeah. And recording. Everything. All right. <laughs> so shall we shall we go? Is it yeah. streaming as well? No. No, no streaming. Uh, Let's go. Do we have to do it ourselves? No. So yeah, listening. How how is it? How what does it say? Shalti is going to announce something. Yes. And then he's gonna queue. Like always. And then we're gonna go like you're listening to the Blender Institute podcast, brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Is your existential dread pushing you into an early grave? Put the fun in funeral on the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org. Joining us today are people that I have no idea. I'm in Iceland. So here's your host, Francesco! Welcome to another episode of the Blender Institute podcast. This time I know the number because the number is... 50. So wow. congratulations. We made it all the way to 50. Thanks a lot, Yalti, for this uh, introduction from very, very, very far away, all the way from Iceland, actually. So we are not going to hear any more from Yalti until the end, but he's here with us. And uh, well, there is uh, lots of stuff to talk about. Um, let's get started with some uh, community and uh, uh, overall events that, are, that have happened, that are happening these days. For example, a few days ago, it was uh, Tom's birthday. Yay, happy birthday. Major. Talking about, you know, I mean, yes, Tom's birthday is still Tom's Monday. birthday. Yeah. Yes. Talking about 50. 50 <laughs> 57. Yeah. 27. 27, he yeah. says. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's so cool. Imagine. When you're 57, you mean? Yeah. And you feel I don't like think at 57, I would have made my own 3D software and a film studio and a... <laughs> Look having at, a, having right. a PhD without having to study for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite accomplishment that he has. Yeah, the honorary Very PhD. Yeah. And the title in the bathroom that says something. Uh, if everybody does it, you must be stupid. All right, yeah. Don't yeah. I keep forgetting that for some reason. Yeah. And you see it every day. Mm. Yeah, but mm. you see from your... Anyways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the, on anyway, you also get the switch for your birthday. Whoa. So wasn't that... Uh, yeah. With Breath of the Wild. And he's going wild while playing this game for the yeah. past few days. It's unheard of. He's leaving early air cold. You can see. Yeah, it comes in yeah. like at 10, 11, leaves like at... Two, three. Uh, in the <laughs> <laughs> it's no, not eating. <laughs> the ring from his eyes. He's going outside to catch some apples and cook as it's normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> eating apples. All this day. <laughs> so anyway, it was uh, it was real fun to to be around for for the birthday and uh, yeah, we gave him a little gift and it was uh, it was really cool. Um, anyway, then uh, more stuff that is happening this weekend. There is the Holland Animation Film Festival, which is a film event that happens in the Netherlands in uh, uh, Utrecht. Utrecht. <laughs> Thank you. And um, we are going there, some of us, to uh, present. We have a little session. We are going to present the current work about Agent 327, the film we are working on here. Oh, are we going to show uh, what? Like the actual... We don't know. Well, probably some work in progress clip will be shown wow. for for the lucky ones that are going to be there. So if you happen to be in the neighborhood of Utrecht, the Netherlands, uh, welcome by. On uh, Saturday around uh, 6, I think, or 5, there is a session which is about Blender and the Agent 327, so you can see it in the program. We are always very happy to meet uh, fans of the comic book or people that want to talk about how we are making movies and stuff like that. So it's really fun to be there. Awesome. So yeah, see you there. And uh, in May, there is another event, which is Blend for Web Blend for conference. Web, yes, the 6th of May. <laughs> that is in a month. Who is going there, Pablo? Uh, I'm not sure. I think a Latino is going there. I don't know if he's going to understand anything. Someone who has a visa that allows him to get into Russia so easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fun. That's uh, a criteria now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I've uh, been invited to, to go to Moscow to talk about Blender. It's, it's the first time that somebody from the Blender Institute uh, goes there. So uh, we thought it might be a good chance to... Um, Talk about Blender itself and the future of it. Um, um, it's a bit lame that I haven't I haven't used Blend for Web yet. I've seen it working; it's amazing. Every time I try it, I, I tried it online, but I didn't try it like the plugin myself, the, the add-on. Sorry, myself. 
but it's so impressive what they're doing there. So I'm really glad. How long has, a, has the conference been going? I think this is it's the a second one. It's a second, it's a second one. one. Okay. Yeah, nice. you, can, you can see on YouTube there is uh, talks and stuff about awesome. about it. Um, but it's amazing. Uh, I tried once. I was doing a, just basically a model from 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 Cisco Morais. Yeah. So I sent Anthony, and he made this very nice baked 3D for 3D printing. So I, try, I was trying their the whole Facebook uh, Facebook game system, so we can make a game with Blend for Web and publish on Facebook. Wow. It's quite cool. So in this case, there's no game, we're just you know, rotating around. But it's quite a- it's quite Interaction, yeah, it's yeah. an interaction. But they're working on a, I saw on, on Twitter, they posted like a, a guy walking, like a, like a third person <laughs> um, game. It looks pretty cool. And yeah, it's yeah. all with Blend for Web. It's really, really nice what they're doing. And they brought a lot of uh, improvements. To Blender. the Blender viewport and the game engine, engine. Yeah, and they come to the Blender conference, the, Blender uh, the team conference, of developers. They are on the development fund, so they're um, uh, contributing to the development of Blender and 2.8. So it's really, really cool stuff. Yeah. Did you say 2.8? 2.8, oh, yes, oh yes, that's coming. We, are gonna, we have some prepared here. Oh, we didn't even wait. introduce ourselves today. Oh yeah, we didn't we say are, hi. We are ourselves. mainers. Oh wow! Yeah. Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Ikven. Hello. Hello. Who are we today? People <laughs> might not know. No, but uh, I think uh, Kjalti is going to introduce us. Does he know who's talking right now? Did you? Uh, did you? I didn't tell him. That's yeah. why you forgot. Anyways, carry on. Yeah. <laughs> Pablo. <laughs> Basket. Carry on. <laughs> oh, uh, thank you. The life of Linto. <laughs> Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> dot Pablo. Dot org. <laughs> uh, dot yes. Um, the, yeah, that was about, sorry, 2.8. Yeah, we're going to talk about 2.8 later, what? but now we mentioned Blend for Web and... Well, actually, still talking about events and uh, uh, happenings around the world. There is Seagraph uh, that is coming up uh, this summer in LA once again. Um, it's not really defined if uh, or how Blender is going to be there. Definitely something will happen. But uh, something important we did last week was to submit the... Agency to seven clip for the Seagraph Computer Animation Festival. This week. This week. This week. My Tuesday. I said last week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Time <laughs> flies, but not so much. Yes. Yes. And it's uh, on Tuesday. Yes. It was. Uh, yeah. It's always very exciting to submit for this kind of uh, for this kind of uh, events. The film, of course, is not ready, but uh, we count on uh, you know the current state of the film to show its potential, and on, also on the fact that last year we won the uh, jury award, so maybe they will uh, recognize us and uh, and <laughs> and be like, these okay. guys? <laughs> Or well, well, there's some bidding OpenGL render. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> exactly. So in the past, uh, it didn't really go uh, well when we submitted a work in progress. So they are quite uh, usually strict with it. But you never know. So it's better to try than, than not to do it. And uh, we will see. We will let you know if we ever get accepted. And uh, if we do, probably the agent is going to be smashing the show. And so. you keep saying film because... Do we spill the beans already? But no, we're not uh, making the feature film right now. We have a new title, Hashtag. right? Ah, yeah, but that's unannounced yet. What? Okay. Ooh. Yeah, nobody knows about it. I don't even know it. <laughs> I didn't even know. Yeah, and I what? work like two meters from you. <laughs> two, well, that's a bit more than two meters. Uh, two and a, mm. I, it looks like two meters. I, my eyesight is not great. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so, yeah, no, not yet. Our working title is uh, Agent 327 Barbershop. That's how we call it uh, when we present, uh, uh, when we have our work uh, shown around and we put watermarks on it and stuff like that. But uh, like we did in the past for other films, making uh, announcing the final, uh, we, we will announce a different title probably when the film comes out to have a clean slate. So we can guess that. titles, Pablo. Yeah. Boris Revenge. Haircut. <laughs> Worst haircut of your life. Haircut. Haircut. <laughs> yeah, people don't get it because they haven't seen the... I think they've seen no, the scratch track. Anyway, for, just for giving you a reference, uh, uh, Colin recorded some scratch dialogue saying haircut with the, being the voice of the barber. Haircut. And still... And the barber had his brain opened so he's not the, sh the, the the sharpest guy in the world and yes. uh, I'm wondering probably that that line will stay there I know I think they changed it to haircut really I, with a little thing at the end haircut oh, really it's a question right 
I like that thing so much. So okay. Imagine, imagine the, the the actor audition. Like, can you say that one word, but <laughs> perfectly, please? <laughs> and if not, get out of here. Yeah, exactly. I hope they keep it. It's very nice. But they removed so many. Uh, they removed from uh, Cosmos. My my only Your line. voice acting ever on an open movie on Cosmos was removed. Yeah. And very sad. Who, who were you in Cosmos? No, it's uh, in the, the second part of, of Cosmos, the one that... The we did yeah, they, they, they didn't just remove your part, they removed also <laughs> the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, um, so the so Frank finds Tara, uh, but before that, there's like a many worms. Caterpillars. Around, caterpillars around, and uh, one of them... <laughs> Um, <laughs> the Spanish Hialti, caterpillar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hialti was animating them in order to to tell them apart. He added some mustache <laughs> to one of them, <laughs> and uh, and I did the voice because, of course, tell us the line. Uh, oh yeah, because Frank fell on the vine and he was blocking the road for the other caterpillars. So everybody got no, you're in my way, you're in my way, you're in my way. And there, <laughs> there's this one guy who says. Um, there is always a smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly the frog eats yeah, the caterpillar. Yeah. Eats me. So, um, Spoiler. That was uh, Hold that on. Was so much I just remember we have that whole section, uh, not only storyboarded, but also in animatic form. Yeah, yeah. It's on the cloud. It's, it's on, on the it's cloud. On one yeah. weekly folder of the Cosmos Laundromat project somewhere. It would be so easy to just turn that into a next... Well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Every, that yeah. that second part is fairly advanced. Advanced. I mean, and the character Tara is f there. So Frog only needs to be rigged. Frog is there. So they are designed for stuff. The environment, huh. the jungle, all of that is there. If only someone would. Well. Okay. Carry on. Yeah. Um, We've been talking about events and that's uh, all great and everything. And now we have, uh, oh, sorry, I forgot one more event, which that is happened. the World Blender Meetup Day. Or Blender World Meetup Day. Sorry, yeah, maybe. Okay, but the Blender World Meetup Day organized by uh, Theory Studios with uh, Blender user groups all over the world happened last week. Saturday. We were there in the form of a quick video that Ton shot in the studio. It was really funny ah, because yeah, yeah. Tom took a camera and started filming himself. Hey, every, hi from the Blender Institute. Let's uh, go around and say hi to people. And then he just went and Everyone filmed everything. So there is the whole tour of the Blender Institute that, that culminates <laughs> in the point where Tom arrives at Pablo's desk, which has been with the headphones all this time. And he on. takes them up and he's like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> As if like if someone just woke up and somebody's coming with a camera and a flashlight in their face. You know, yeah, like when you just wake up and yeah. somebody asks you something for it. What, what, <laughs> what, 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 what is it? So, and then, yeah, yeah, I was like, what's going on? Mm. I was a bit... Uh, Oh, but that was great. So we've been there. Sorry that we couldn't be uh, more. This this time has been really busy with the movie. So, but uh, I've seen the live stream, and there was always uh, people watching. Lots of cool stuff being uh, being presented from uh, video techniques, uh, like uh, little tutorials, animation showcases of work. It was uh, really cool. Uh, I don't know if you guys uh, watched it over the over the weekend. But, I was uh, playing Zelda the whole Saturday. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I saw that uh, Sean Kennedy Kennedy was uh, presenting something. Yeah. Oh, I'd like to watch. I it. was cleaning my. <laughs> <laughs> Mundane excuses. I I actually went in and watched like once in a while, every other hour or so. Oh. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> good boy, yeah. Good, good. <laughs> good Blenderhead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Congratulations uh, to everyone that was a part of the event because I think it uh, turned out really good. It was, uh, it's always very hard to organize an event that spawns 24 hours all across uh, the continents of the world That's and keeping it idea. running. Yeah. It's a lot of work. So yeah, cheers for doing that. Okay, that is, uh, I think, pretty much it regarding events and things that happen. And uh, well, before we talk about we have to talk about Blender Cloud because there is uh, some uh, new content on the cloud some? And, and new cool things. It's like five hours. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's uh, that's uh, all the work that uh, the guys here have been uh, have been doing. So before we actually talk about what we've been doing and uh, in, in, for, for the cloud and the movie, let's talk about Blender. 
Blender is what, podcast. What is Blender. this thing? The Blender is uh, yeah, the Smoothies 3D software yeah. that is being upgraded to Blender 2.8, for example, that has a Summer of Code, for example, that has a super fast render engine, lots of things. So let's start talking about it. Um, Dalai, you are fully <laughs> fully ready. I always, you know, it's lacks of oxygen. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, but first, there is 2.79 that will come eventually with an awesome shadow catcher, I heard. Yeah. And mm. uh, some cool Open stuff. OpenHMD, maybe. I heard Open people working on it. Yeah, yeah, there are a few things going on. But the cool stuff is in 2.8. So, <clears throat> there has been blog posts, there has been lots of work being made, like uh, most notably, uh, there was one blog post on the code of Blender.org uh, that uh, you, uh, Dalai, wrote, um, and then one from Ton on Blender.org about support uh, of the 2.8 by some uh, big uh, industry players. So let's talk about what you what you wrote and the work that you've been doing on 2.8. Yes, of course. I have no idea last time I talked here, so let's pretend I didn't mention that Clem was visiting the institute. Ah, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. For today, I think I don't think it was mentioned. And, and no. also Julian. Julian. And also Julian. Also Julian came afterwards. But he no. was on the podcast. Julian was in the podcast, I think. No, he, no, he was in no. the background. In I the remember background of the podcast. Last episode, you two were cheering. Yes, yes, ah, yes. But there are a lot of people. Ah, yeah. You posted a picture, yes. Yes, yes. But I, uh, basically, we had a... So we first talked about, about uh, Clement. Clement is a developer from France was part of the Blender Institute team in a one-year contract initially. Let's see what, what happens afterwards. And I'm really, really excited because he was a, he was a lead developer, the, main, the only developer actually of the PBR branch, which was playing with backporting some of Cycles functionality into PBR. I think this I think we covered here. So anyways, he's working from home, but from time to time, it's nice to have him over to discuss planning. And we went over all the EV roadmap. So EV is the PBR, Flashy industry trend. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag PBR, filmic, amazing engine. Engine, B-mesh, which is to replace everything, to replace everything you do in the viewport, but the final rendering. You still can final render in cycles and whatnot, but you do expect it to be able to work and see things as in a more pleasant way than, than mesh and wires and matte caps only. So we want the animators to actually see things slightly textured, at least the least. Want the, the layout artist to see the proper lighting and, do, and depth of field before going moving on to the next stage of the production. So it is basically a cooler viewport. viewport it's a cooler, yeah, it's like Blender. a gaming viewport. It's what they have nowadays in gaming. If you, if you see things like Unreal and what they do, think about a lot of this could be actually just real time and in, in, in interactive yeah. and available as a tool to the, the users. So basically, so we laid out a plan thinking about it, well, about SIGGRAPH deadline, so what you can deliver at that point and what people can, can demo and test. And then, August. and then the Blender conference has a more solid deadline. So for SIGGRAPH, okay. things will be there, but still unfunctional, a lot of bugs, but then hopefully by the end of October or early December. November. November, sorry, yeah. Um, people can actually switch to the, the Blender 2.8 for real, maybe even before, but... Wow. This will be more, might, might have an official release. Don't quote me on that, but it might have an official release. So the live will release <laughs> 2.8 on September. Is <laughs> the date. And I mean, a bit tired of the, the, the other posts we mentioned that Tone wrote is that we have, we have been having an overwhelming, overwhelming support on from the community in terms of um, feedback and, and funding. I mean, my position is actually being paid by this great Canadian studio, Tangent Animation. Thank you guys. I visited them last summer. It's a really nice place. They were on vacation, but there are like four people there. Yeah, in Canada. In Canada, yeah. I went. I was on vacation there, so I dropped by. And it's nice to see the, the point of investing on open source tools, in this case of Blender. So I'm very pleased to, to, be in, to be in this position. And the post was also about, again, outreach. We have a more technical uh, roadmap in the wiki. And each deliverable has a, like the initial paragraphs about what people get out of this, and then the more technical aspects of it, like spherical harmonics or tetraedral. Some I don't even know. Better follow it. But I had part of my works to be this bridge between what someone like Clement really see as the techniques we need to address to go to the next level, and what people can actually see as something uh, palpable and, and achievable. 
So the, the blog post is actually entirely different than the wiki roadmap. Actually, we wrote every single topic and we arranged them just so people can actually yeah. follow the, the, the and the pictures. There's and some pictures. pictures. A lot of lies going on there. Yeah, <laughs> and people so don't much. read. People just just look at pictures. You got a picture from Andy? From oh this? yeah, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> Thanks for the, the the picture. Did you did you trace that by hand or no? That's the cool the, thing. The, the the tra so the picture we were talking about is the first picture of the post is a is Probably. a site tech model that Andy model textured and everything that's in the cloud Blender in, in the cloud, cloud render slash gallery yes <laughs> and it's an amazing model and everything and it really sells the idea of PBR the physics based rendering. Just it's screaming PBR. Just switch the HDR lighting background and bah, it's different and reacts to it. It's beautiful. Yeah, so HDR PBR into your ears. Yeah. Okay. Hashtag PBR. Yeah. And I'm and this is the model that in the future we hope we can like, kind of adapt to to Eevee so we can actually see this in more interactive way. That's the goal to see the Andy's render. Yeah. That's every one time of the you demos. render, you see that model. <laughs> you add Shift A <laughs> monkey and then PBR. The new benchmarks. The <laughs> PBR, PBR benchmark. Wow. The new yeah. BMW. So basically, uh, what I did, I opened, I took your file. I had to apply all the modifiers because the modifiers are not working yet because of uh, depth graph, mm, but that's yeah. fine. And I, I had the real outline from the current code, and but I made the matte cap to go entirely black. So I had black, black with the outliner, and then on GIMP I composed the images and have to manually touch up a little bit with the outliner. Huh. It's it gathers yeah, some work there, cool. of course. So when is that going to happen in actual 2.8? We expect m end of May to be the first month where people can start working with 2.8. Mm -hmm. People that have developers at a call distance or something. <laughs> but the <laughs> outline is already there. If you yeah. compile and run, uh, if you get Blender 2.8 from um, uh, maybe graphical, you can get it. There's a in the future from Blender in the future from Builder or Blender Dog, not yet. But the outlines are there. And wow. it's, yeah. they're beautiful. They're beautiful. I, they're not anti-aliasing. Anti no, so you still see some aliasing. Uh, and Cle Clement did a great job. I think he mixed a few of paper. I don't know how he did it. I don't really care. Because <laughs> I don't, I can't oh. care about everything. No, I care deeply about. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Believe me, the greatest just wrong. came out wrong. Yeah, it's okay. But the thing is, we actually a lot of softwares they implement this thick outline for a lot of objects. It's you see this on Windows 3D Builder, on Unreal Engine, and so many others. But Blender has also this concept of active object. So we have a selected object and the active object. So it was really hard to nail how do we mix them both. So now it's really cool. We have the every single selected object is kind of grouped together, the same outline. And then the active object has its own outline on top of it. Cool. So, and so it's like Unreal, but better. Yeah, it's uh, but without anything. But <laughs> uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Just render it four times bigger. It's and make it smaller. <laughs> so basically, as Pablo said, you can just you can already go to the Blender 2.8 branch, build your own Blender, or go to GraphCall and start seeing the the, the improvements. Yeah, wow. you just need to open Blender, change the the engine to Clay or yes, uh, yes, yes. and you'll see it. I mean, I don't know if yeah, we have to say it. it's not production ready. You totally <laughs> so got don't saved. save anything there because it's gonna <laughs> break the your your planet, your computer is gonna crash and no, it's even worse. Your no. file won't be open. We are planning for two point seven nine to be able to open two point eight files. Okay. Which means some of the changes we did for the DNA, so the way we we save and store save stuff <laughs> stuff in Blender file. We are gonna port this back to 2.79, so probably only the layers. So the way that if for 2.8 we're changing from the 20 layers into collections inside the render layers, we port this back to 2.79. So in 2.79, you can still open a 2.8 file and convert to a 2.79 20 layers file. That's pretty cool. Because right now, if you open a 2.8 file, you need to do a Python thing that for every object in bpy.data.objects, uh, scene.object.link object. Yeah. Can I open a Blender 2.23 file in Blender 2.8? Yes. Of course you can. Always. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> I haven't tried, but, but you should, <laughs> you should, there's no reason for you not to try. Yeah. So uh, I guess when we're done with the agent production, we can just switch over to 2.8 and uh, and enjoy the pain. 
right. being realistic, like, yes, because the agent's <clears throat> gonna end in June. Oh, no, okay. uh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Well, it's, it's kind of like uh, you guys did with uh, Sintel. You had to use 2.5. Yeah, and it was all broken. It was terrible. But yeah, I think in this case, it's a bigger change. Like what we... No, actually, it's not a bigger change. It, it, on Sintel, we had an empty blender. That's the thing. We had no tools except for the ones where we will ask the guys to add. It's like, I need to extrude. Okay, extrude. I need oh, to... Wow. Um, because every tool had to be ported, right, from yeah. uh, the old system to the new RNA oh, system. Wow. So, m- so most of them were there, but some not. So, in this case, it would be possible if you had someone else helping. Yeah, say, I think it would be great. I mean, we already uh, in the agent project, we are using the new DevScraft. That's already a huge thing that we we forgot about it. Actually, we we don't realize, but actually, we are testing the open the Blender Institute is testing. What uh, do you mean forgot? I well, <laughs> the new depth graph. Well, we get uh, we get lots of bugs yeah. all the time that are connected to it, and Sergey has to fix them. Yeah. So, but you forget the bugs that they're not there. That's what Pablo means. Like when you when you open without the new depth graph, you see the errors because yeah. yeah. When by accident you have a Blender that is not starting with the right script, exactly. Then you because get you have to start a Blender with enable uh, dash dash enable dash, dash new dash. Graph. Yesterday, I found a new uh, a depth graph bug that's been around for a while. It was uh, drivers. If you go to a button and you click, you insert hash frame for mm-hmm. uh, adding the active frame as a driver, it wouldn't update the depth graph. So if you save the file and reopen it, it would work, but not if, like, right away. Yeah. Uh, I saw the, the fix from, from Sergey. Yeah. That's, That's so cool. cool, but now it's fixed. That's fixed. So we are improving the devs graph. We're suffering guys. for. We're suffering for the <laughs> greater good. For the greater good. So you're welcome, guys. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> yes, that's pretty cool. So two point eight, October. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now we have a uh, Bastian and, and Campbell on board, also working. We had a meeting on Monday, actually. So it was Sergey, Campbell, Bastian, Tom, me. Wow. About two point eight and trying to trying to coordinate uh, deliverables because for the viewport, we kind of want you know where you want to get at, but for the other projects, we need someone on charge. And that's so we're basically talking about who's going to take over workspace, who's going to take over Blender 101. I think Campbell probably going to be on top of 101. Uh, Bassiam, if you going to take over interface, did there too, discussing that. So it's um, now I have more like core developers being able to work only on 2.8. I think that's going to be great. Super cool. Great times for Blender. OpenCL now is awesome for uh, AMD cards. Oh, yeah. Coro is so fast. Yeah, Incredible. then that's already on master. Yeah, we should make another movie with that. Which is Cora thing. <laughs> Just do this duplicate core. Yeah, motion blur is 10% faster as per today, according to Sergey. Oh, according nice. from today, 10% on top of the what it was before. I don't know. Yeah. So that is really, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. The, the, there were some um, stats being published on Twitter that show two 480s two AMD ATI 480s, which are like 200 each, faster than uh, NVIDIA 1080, which is like 800. So it's really good deal nowadays, it seems to get a AMD ATI card. Sort of. Yeah, Hash, what, what are you doing? Well, there's still, <laughs> I don't want to say that publicly, so let's leave it at it. We still have some problems. Hey, they're, they're paying. <laughs> <laughs> So dear AMD, we have a problem with the drivers you have because of selection. We still have a big problem with how we handle selection in the in master 2.7 ish, because for whatever reason, ATI drivers, especially on Linux, they're really actually everywhere. I think they're really slow for handling selection. Something technical, yes, gel render mode and blah blah blah, which we need to get rid of for 2.8 anyway. So it's fine, but the solution that Campbell is working on. Is the one you're all, you're all using the the Open use back buffer selection? Yeah, thing. it's a new setting in Blender. Yeah, in the Blender Master, in Master, Master already, yeah, yeah. Where now we can it's, usually we have occlusion queries and OpenGL select and automatic. Yeah. Now we have a new option which is to enable back buffer. It's a strange name. What it means is it might be better and faster and accurate. That's what it means. But for AMD cards such as Nacho's computer, Collins. MacBook Pro is still very, very slow. 10 times lower. 10 times lower. So 
that's that's what I mean by that. Cool. <sighs> well, not really not cool, cool, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> See what Good. For two point eight. For two point eight. Yeah, yeah. Well, there is one more, uh, one last topic for the development uh, section, which is uh, a reminder. Go summer, go of summer of Code. Summer of Code. Which it's, means which summer's coming. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> that was all because of that. Yeah. So the Summer of Code uh, submission uh, period is open. So students can now uh, prepare and submit proposals for their Google Summer of Code. And then... Uh, I don't know exactly when is the deadline. I think it's in a couple of weeks or something like that. The, just apply now. Yeah, just, just you know, go on blender.org and check out. There is a gigantic banner that uh, points to the Summer of Code pages. Yep. And there you can learn more about the ideas and the things that are good for students to take on for Blender development and uh, work out a proposal, get in touch with the uh, existing developers and and, uh, and really make sure you connect because making a successful Google Summer of Code project is mostly about getting connected with who is already there doing this work for many years and that can really help you to achieve your results. If you just uh, write up a proposal and hope for the best, that's not going to work. On the other hand, to write your own proposal is very solid while if you just you know, pick up ideas from different developers and, and unfinished projects, it doesn't really show, it doesn't really sell how good is the student. So it's really a balance, especially before the projects are approved to try to get the students to do things by, by themselves, try to find information by themselves, try to not be hand given everything. Otherwise we have no idea to evaluate, I have no idea how to evaluate the student prior to the proposal, to the proposal uh, yeah. moment. During the proposal, yeah, there's going to be feedback. And afterwards, of course, everyone gets a lot of help from everyone. So there's some balance to be found in the pre-selection process. Sorry. Karen. Yeah, no, very good point. Yes. Apply if you need to get in touch with developers in uh, blender.org slash support. There is a uh, uh, some information about the IRC channels where you can get in. IRC is this internet relay <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's not as cool as Snapchat, use it. right? Yeah. We, we, yeah, it's like Snapchat, but without the... Without GIFs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like Discord, but without games, or like Slack, but without pictures, or Telegram. Without and GIFs. Yeah. Or, yeah. or like WhatsApp, but with other people, like a group of WhatsApp, <laughs> but they don't sell stupid pictures. And, you uh, can make great ASCII art, but only if it's uh, shorter than five lines, and then otherwise you get kicked out. Yeah, I didn't really? Know, because you spam. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> On Freenode. Maybe on maybe there is other services, yeah. uh, servers. Anyway, uh, there you can talk with them. Yes. <laughs> like Facebook so without your friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. like my pay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is um, uh, that is it for the development uh, for the development news, which I think it's pretty pretty much. Uh, yeah, we talk uh, more yeah. than uh, usual. It's, yeah, it's great sorry. because it's a Blender yeah. Institute podcast, it's not the Institute podcast <laughs> or the podcast. Institute. Blender Studio. Blender Studio. Blender Foundation. All right, let's move BF on. Podcast. And actually <laughs> talk about what the people in this building have Studio been doing. Institute. Let's let's not label it. Let's not let's not use labels. So just you know, it's a building. Let's say people. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a label we're trying to avoid. <laughs> okay, Latinos, so. you can say where the Latinos are doing this building. <laughs> Siesta. So, Charlton, <laughs> you've been very quiet. Yeah. So, what have you been up to? Uh, uh, the, the stuff that I've been doing isn't super exciting. I've been preparing files from layout to animation. What does that, it mean? That means taking Colin's mess <laughs> and deleting 90% of it and then repopulating the scene with uh, a clean, nice, beautiful, scene. yes, beautiful, yeah. organized. Wow. Also, it is exciting for the animators. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it makes things easier. Andy, you were the one doing a lot of this in the past. No? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I've d done it, I think for the barbershop, for most of the barbershop and, uh, no, none of the exterior, actually. No, I think that Lai yeah. wants to talk about the add-on that you're no, using. No, 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 no. I see people working on it, and now I was all sorry to say, but I think you're such an amazing artist, and I feel like sometimes your talents are wasted doing scene setup. So it's good to share but the pain see, of setting yeah. up. Yeah, I, I worked in other studios, and usually the, I mean, the, yeah, the less 
probably the least. less artistically talented, but they're good at uh, organizing stuff. I they are actually, assigned stuff. I actually don't mind doing this kind of stuff because uh, if you've done it, then you know exactly how the file is organized. And then if you have to touch it later, uh, you, you know how to yeah, handle it. Yeah, but if somebody else does it. Well, if somebody else does it, it should be it's even and it's, and it's documented, way, yeah. then you don't have to. Yeah. Anyway, Gertan, what do you do this week? Besides <laughs> that. Well, that was, that was a big part of uh, what I did this week. And in addition to that, I've been um, fixing just small things that, that just needed to be fixed. Yeah, so. because, sorry to interrupt you, but for example, you had this gigantic pile of assets and yeah. work that you did in the layer itself, exactly. and that needed to be organized to That's be right. used in the things, so. That's right. Uh, I mean, I've been working on the layer for a very long time. And it has never really been used for anything. It has always been this abstract thing that I've, I've been working on on my own. And now it's finally actually being like used for something. The same thing with all the characters and, and things like that. So uh, yeah, it's, it's been really cool to like get it into the, the pipeline, pipeline <laughs> yeah, the actual pipeline. So using you know, the tools from, from Dalai and using like Powerlib and all <clears> that <throat> stuff. It's awesome. Please credit properly. Perlib was created such a long oh, time ago. Oh no, let's not talk about. Let's not talk about tools. Let's talk about. And I hate Montani Perlib, by the way, because <laughs> it has so much legacy. past legacy. Yeah, but come on, you rewrote it almost entirely. Maybe the design is bad. That's that was my mistake. So you changed the UI. The, most of it. No, no, like the, how the thing is designed is meant to be. Because right now, like, what we, is Perlib? Okay, let's talk about it. So. The work that has been described now by Andy and Kjartan, which is collecting assets and linking them into scenes, uh, well, it's a very specific uh, workflow. And uh, Blender has some facilities to help with that. So it has all the linking, the file linking functionality, but uh, it doesn't have... Alt-O, search for the file, find the group. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't have much more than that out of the box. Time. So when uh, during uh, Tears of Steel, I thought about uh, having a smarter way to link in and explore and deal with linked groups uh, across scenes. And I made PowerLib. That was an initial attempt to facilitate that and make an uh, artist's life easier. But uh, for this project, actually, we pushed this to the next level and actually tried to make some sort of a scene assembly tool. So. It was uh, partially inspired by the work that Bassam Cordali did in his uh, tube project with the reference task. So he created this uh, add-on that would allow you to create libraries, define libraries of assets. And then with the click of a button, you could instantiate in the correct way all these assets inside of a scene and build an entire set and the characters that populated it with one click very simply and very reliably. And that's what uh, was the initial inspiration for uh, PowerLib, and that's what actually we ended up uh, making. And of course, with the precious help of Dalai, because otherwise I wouldn't have been able to do it. And then actually Dalai did so much to it that I don't even know how it works anymore. And so when people have a problem, he's actually stepping in and fixing it. So that's great. That's the, that's the story. But the, the interesting thing about PowerLib now is that uh, you can use this add-on to browse uh, your assets, like for example, uh, characters and environments, and within the add-on, define them as a group. And you say, okay, this is the layer, these and these and these objects, and these and these and these groups. Remember that. And this is being remembered somewhere on the file system in a little database, so that then when you actually make a scene, you can say, okay, reference this uh, set. And it's been looked up in a database once and instantiated correctly. So it's both parts. And yeah, that's uh, what uh, PowerLib is all about. It's open source and it can be, uh, you can find it on GitHub slash Britalmeida slash PowerLib. <laughs> I think so. I'm yes, not yeah. sure. Yeah, that's yeah. the place. Yeah, it's in my GitHub as well. But okay. oh, on the live. Uh, the live Falinto slash GitHub.dalai. Yeah, the Falinto slash PowerLib. Short Tools is there as well. Yeah. The other add on we use here. Ah. Which I'm more proud of because then it's clean and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, sure. I, I like PowerLib. Just anyways, PowerLib. I should, love it. Really PowerLib. Uh, it was designed when when we were sitting down with the light to to design it and discuss what it was going to be. This is designed to get us through this production because the asset management tools that uh, uh, Bastian is working on are 
absolutely meant to replace this. And the caching tools and maybe Alembic and everything like this PowerLib is just something that we need right now. It's definitely not uh, uh, something for the future. But uh, we should uh, make a blog post at some point uh, sharing uh, both uh, libraries because uh, even if they're not perfect, they're actually used and useful and usable. Yeah. So Until we get there. The real much. stuff. Yes. So, Kjartan, you have also been uh, working on some uh, fun projects, fun stuff, fun I heard, stuff. right? Fun Wednesdays, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm still uh, still doing uh, a little uh, robot uh, project. I'm uh, finished modeling it. I'm editing together all the videos, trying to figure out the format of it. And uh, hopefully we can uh, put it out in the cloud next week. Great. Next week. That's the plan. Oh, wow. Nice. So files and video stuff. Something like that, yeah. Time lapses. Yeah. And speaking of. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. So because this week there was some more content being published in the in the art gallery on the cloud by. By? By. Andy. Oh, oh yeah. Andy Garachik. Thank you for joining us today at the Blender Institute podcast. Andy, what can <laughs> oh, you tell you, us? Sir. What can you, you tell us about uh, uh, your latest uh, art piece? Artwork. You, you mean not the one that I made yesterday because that I'm utterly ashamed of. <laughs> yeah, I was just acting as if that didn't happen. Even. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, uh, yeah, we're talking about the forest, right? Yeah, waking the okay. forest. Um, yeah, I, I made this image. Uh, I think right now it's been eight weeks, weeks ago when I started with this. Mm -hmm. And uh, I recorded the entire process. Uh, which uh, in in total it was like eleven to twelve hours of recorded video, which is a <laughs> lot of stuff to go through. Really boring to watch, and uh, then I just at some point when everything was no, Don't just, just and and the nice student uh, yes. interrupts everyone. Wait. Yes. Waiting. Okay. Uh, and then I uh, I just uh, went and edited everything together and uh, cut everything down into 13 chapters. And uh, in total, it's five hours of uh, video. And uh, I did commentaries for all these uh, 13 videos. And it's actually, it, it, it was, uh, it ended up quite, being quite an interesting um process to go back to everything and look at uh, how uh, how the whole the whole thing progressed it was a whole journey actually from yeah. the initial sculpting full of hopes and expectations to getting the model more refined some lighting test you're you're just Describing it really, really tame. It was a, a path of pain and suffering. <laughs> I was actually getting there because at some point, like it starts to be a render, and then there is this video that is called like fail or no, no, it was fail from the big. Okay, well, <laughs> I won't, I won't dive into the details, but it's, um, it's, it's been uh, really, really challenging because I, you, you start out making something and then you realize, okay, it doesn't exactly turn out the way it was in your head and then you ask the people around and everyone is super helpful uh, and pointing out uh, mistakes and giving critique and stuff and then you turn it into something else and then you see oh yeah maybe this way it's working and then you you um, try to push it in another direction into another direction and then yeah that's that's the the whole process and uh, for me that's been really uh, interesting to just see everything happen because because most of the time it just turns into a blur and in the end you're just really really tired of uh, of everything and you just want to throw it away but uh with this one i was actually forced to finish it and uh, i ended up with uh, something that i actually like so it was fun i actually have a question for both uh, uh andy and Kjartan because you've been both using this uh, technique of producing you know your artwork and recording yourself do you feel observed as you work, like how much of the time do you actually remember that you're being recorded, and how do you feel about it, Jartan? It feels awkward. I mean, <laughs> I, I haven't I haven't done it as much as uh, Andy, so to, to me, it just feels insanely awkward. You mean giving yourself some privacy, like yeah. so you see like some struggle, then like cut to <laughs> two hours later. Oh wow, his model is done. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna try to heavily edit my 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 thing because it's uh yeah. 
a band finished model. <laughs> it's like a co- cooking show. Like a good one. It's a bit like a cooking show yeah. if you think about it. Only that uh, it's actually cooking shows are more like uh, trying to come up with something intelligent while you're while you're also commenting it, and that's the really the the the, the hardest thing for me because uh, if I'm like just recording the stuff that I'm doing, I'm I'm fine with because. I can just stop it and I know I can edit all the stuff out later on and at uh, 800% speed you <laughs> won't see that but um if you if you're actually if you're forced to sit down and you 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 know you have to make this tutorial about how to make a face or how to shade an eyeball or something like that uh I can't talk while I'm doing stuff so in that sense, it's uh, it's quite quite good, and I think the the whole process um, that of recording stuff while we were working on that was started uh, the, by Manu. He actually had uh, the screen capturing software running all the time, and he just hit uh, a screen com- uh, a keyboard shortcut every time he wanted to record something, and uh, so he re- recorded most of the processes, and uh, that was really really cool to see everything. On the cloud. So blender.org slash gallery. Yeah, okay. No, that I was just, uh, yeah, thanks for the answer. It's always uh, curious. I really admire the fact that you guys actually put yourself, you know, on the line being watched because it's not, whenever we are working here, like sometimes I am uh, writing maybe software and you have someone watching you, you know, it's like. The hardest part is actually to go back to it and you're forced to watch, watch yourself fail. And then you see <laughs> all the mistakes and all the errors and you're just asking yourself why am i doing this but that's good because it's it acts as a sort of review process so mm-hmm. next time you're actually doing something it's uh uh you you've learned something yeah yeah i mean people do that when they train themselves they look themselves doing something and then they you know learn yeah. from their performance so makes sense yeah very cool and uh, indeed, there is something you don't want to talk about, Andy, which is uh, something that we published uh, today on the Blender Cloud, which yeah, is another thing about. that... <laughs> so Why you didn't like it? It's the report thing. Okay, right? so this whole Wednesday thing is starting to become too much of a thing because uh, we, uh, we said, okay, Wednesday is the day we have fun and we actually do some Blender artwork and just uh, try to do a little tutorial or something. But now it's become this Wednesday thing when you have to come up with uh, something great. And, it lasted uh, one and then, artwork. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's not fun anymore. Now it's pain Wednesday. Pain Wednesday. Pain Wednesday. Pain Wednesday. Yeah. You're, you're like That's a vlogger good. being paid to travel for vacations. Oh no, vacation again. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oh, so yesterday I just made a I made a little thing and. Uh, it it actually just started off as a bug report bug report for Sergey. <laughs> so you you wish that every yeah. bug report was like that. Yeah. And uh, then I actually kept saving over that file, the bug report file. And uh, yeah, and this morning I just cleaned up everything. And it, it it's it's nice to just do something for one half a day or so, and then just finish it and put it online, and it's done. Yeah, it just yeah. takes a bit of nudging to get that final part of put it online. Yeah, if you're not happy with the quality, you can uh, complain to Francesco, uh, Francesco at blender.org.org. Yeah, just use Sorry. the official yeah, mail just for complaints. He made me put it online. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Like, I wish I had the will to one day maybe make the, the 36 days of type, for example. Oh, yeah. Mm. That would be like you have a one every day. You have to come yeah, up with an idea. That's or, so great. You already have the topic at least, which is the letter. Yeah, <laughs> has to look like a letter at least. And you know, Pablo, speaking of the only online contest I participated, I think I participated as well, was the speed modeling contest with their Blender Argentinian community. <laughs> about I did a gnome, but I don't remember if the thing was gnome or some modeling theme. Wow! Did you were part of it? Like so many of our probably 2009, 2010. No, 2010. I wasn't already. I was already out of touch. Yeah. But I participated on some forums in um, in Spanish uh, forums in 2003 and four. That's how I started learning Blender. Actually, my little contest every night. We'll get an IRC and then okay, topic is I don't know, uh, vegetables. Yeah. And then I made the the carrot sign up. 
Oh, and then, yeah, that was a one night uh, meet. Uh, we we called it the micro contest. And it's super simulating. I never did it again, but still, it's super. <laughs> it's so cool. I yeah. I love that kind of stuff. There were these speed modeling contests on IRC a uh, oh. decade ago. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Two thousand nine is a decade ago, pretty much. Do people still do these? Probably on Snapchat nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> the contest now they must maybe on another platform but they yeah. they must do it. It is fun. Next to the artwork, Andy, oh. that you've been working on, actually, I was wondering if you did other things for the film as well. Like, let me remember. Um, we are starting to work on the layer. Yes. And uh, it's super exciting again because it's another environment. And uh, so I'm I'm working on lighting yeah. also. And um, I've been starting to load up some shots and put some lights in that actually uh, Hjartan came up with first. And then I'm just experimenting with colors and different moods. And uh, it's also super interesting to see um, because uh, Nathan is actually working on the animation for it at the same time while we're lighting it. So uh, it's it's so cool to just open up the file and then there's some creepy pose with the, well, <laughs> it's spoilers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the, the underground layer scene is unlike anything you've ever seen or will ever see. Hashtag hype. Hashtag hype. So, uh, yeah. It's, I'm uh, curious now. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag summer's coming. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just mainly lighting. And uh, we had the uh, uh, SIGGRAPH deadline coming up. Yeah. So uh, there's always last minute render stuff. And then soon we're going to start final renders for the whole barbershop yeah and that is going to be really challenging because uh every shot got camera tweaks every shot needs more details we have material tweaks on the characters and uh numerous improvements on the set the animation gets updated constraints get updated so all the stuff that we've rendered so far can throw is, it away we can throw it away yeah and we at some point we have to go back and load up all the files and see if they're still working and then, uh, and then we can add details to them. Yeah, that seventy shots, seventy-seven, seventy-seven shots. 77 you go back shots. and make sure that they work. That's amazing. Yeah. Yep. So the big, the big stuff is all is just ahead of us because now it's soon April and April next week's April. Yeah. Yeah, and April is the month where we finish everything. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. We finish. It's the final month, almost. Yes, it is. That's so, so yeah, cool. I'm really looking forward to next month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And actually, the month after. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it will be fun. And when you see the movies that starts to come together, no, it's because really we've exciting. been working on this for a year. It's almost. so depressing. Uh, almost a year. A whole it's, year. The it's first not weekly. depressing because it's. Well, uh, continue. No, no. The first weekly folder on the cloud yeah. is April 4th. How I checked the other now? day. How many folders do we have now? Well, April 4th, or it's like 50, 52, it's going to be in a week. 52 50, weeks. Yeah, 50. Amazing. So it's, we, <laughs> this actually, yeah. yeah, we hadn't had the chance to put that much effort and that much detail into something yet. So I'm, I'm really proud of our accomplishment. And it so shows. It shows. Yeah. Yeah. It could be better though. Could be better. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Shut up. Come on. Man. It's incredible. Really but incredible. actually, you know, we were talking about the spoiler alerts and stuff like that. But actually, uh, if you are a Blender Cloud subscriber, you can of course follow on the uh, weekly folders. At least you get some steals, some little animation previews. You can actually see yeah, a bit of what's going everything on. Everything we work yeah. on. Yeah, all the render previews Pablo has been putting online of the extremely awesome outside exterior shots. So Pablo. <laughs> Exactly. Pablo, <laughs> yes, tell um, us. There's a segue. Yes. Thank you. I have been working, yeah, I've been working on the exterior. Um, the exterior scene, well, it's a, the establishing shot at the beginning, and then there is a, um, a mid shot, and then there's, um, it's like four shots in total. So it's a very nice little baby there that um, yeah. it's self-contained. It's like a lair. So it's well, shorter, which is good. <laughs> so uh, I'm really happy that I got the chance to just adopt this uh, sequence, basically, and uh, and work in it, on it for a few weeks now. Um, right now, it's uh, to a point where it's just a matter of adding detail and tweaking lighting and stuff. So I'm pretty happy. 
I've been posting all my progress on the cloud. Actually, even this week, I already, um, yesterday, Colin um, uh, wasn't here in the office, so I ha wanted to share with him, like, hey, how does this render look? So I put it on the cloud and send him the link, which is how we should actually use it, which is really cool. So, uh, use it yesterday. Use it yesterday to share some viewport stuff from two point eight. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I also, I also um, uh, just the advertisement. Yeah, the Blender Cloud add-on <laughs> works in two point eight. It's two point eight proof. Uh, yeah, exactly. You can just go to the menu and share a screenshot, which is pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I've been working on that, basically adding details and render and lighting and stuff. And pff, yeah, and really next to that, of course, it. there is always the web business. And web uh, one business. of the things that I would like to bring up uh, is the work that we did some time ago for the Blender Cloud birthday, which was the about section on the Blender Cloud. So cloud.blender.org slash about. And uh, if you go there right now, thanks to the hard work of Pablo, you can uh, find a semi-complete history of the Blender Cloud. And from the very beginning, from like 2014, when we launched it in South by Southwest all the way through, because the last time we did our birthday podcast, we actually talked about it, but it was quite brief. And then afterwards we were uh, uh, reminiscing a bit more and I was like, wow, there is a lot of stuff that actually happened. Would be great to have it collected in some sort of history. And so that's uh, when we finally decided to have an about section on the cloud that tells about all the things that were added from, you know, the open movies data that was uh, uploaded to uh, the blog, uh, personal projects, when Sebron came yeah. on board uh, and the Blender Sync, uh, all sorts of things. It was really big. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was, uh, that, was, that was very nice it, to do. It helps you remi remember all the features that we have on the cloud that we, we, we sometimes you forget about it. It's like, yeah, you can have your own private, and this is not an advertisement or anything <laughs> of any kind. It's just that some things we don't, we're not really good at, at making yeah. buzz about it, but being able to upload your own textures on the cloud and then share it with other people and they can use an add-on within Blender. Yeah. Uh, I saw some videos on, of, of some Blender videos of other people using it and using the add-on, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, those, those features, uh, it's pretty cool to have them all in one place. So just go to cloud.blender.org slash about. About, yes. All right. Um, that's, do we have questions? Yeah, actually I have them right here. And uh, there is mostly one question because uh, Luciano, thank you very much for leaving us this uh, very nice and thoughtful comment. And there was a bit of discussion Gracias. there. But uh, there was one question from uh, Caetano that uh, says that two years ago, Tom was talking about the idea of having two mice for working with Blender in one Blender podcast at some point. What do you think of the idea? What possibilities do you think it would bring? And uh, that is the question. <laughs> and uh, You could model two things at the same time. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Very fascinating. Is Blender multi-touch enabled right now? No, it, it's not, right? In barely. No. That's, yeah. uh, it wasn't only about two mice. It was about multiple inputs in general. Yeah. So you can have a, a pedal, for example, and use your, your feet to control Blender at the same time you're controlling with the mouse or with the whatever, with the pen. Um, multiple input in, yeah, basically. And... That's still an idea. Yeah, we've been talking about having MIDI-driven interfaces, mm -hmm. like a mixer. No, I think. Oh, it would be so great with to sliders have MIDI and stuff. MIDI yeah. or OSC-based protocols uh, on on actual controls in Blender, which some people have done using Python. Yeah, yeah. it's still a bit hacky, but uh, yeah. I've used for the Blender game engine to have OSC driving the BG. Yeah. yeah. But being able to actually hook a Blender slider up to a MIDI controller, that would be amazing for color grading and stuff like that. Ah, yeah. nice, yeah. We could totally do for as a Python first. Yeah. yeah. So Let's next do week. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we need to color grade some stuff. Yeah. Do it, do it, do it. But in general, it's really, um, yeah, this is all very interesting and will be cool to have right now at the moment. As you say, there's a, a few experiments, but it's... Um, it's good to know that this is in the head of the developers. Like That's, and then also, if you think about VR, which is people still think about Not it. Not PVR, but VR. VR, virtual <laughs> reality. If you think about the VR inputs, the requirement we have for VR inputs is similar to multi-touch. Should be able to have independent uh, IO devices yeah. uh, tied to Blender. So when VR is something that has been discussed, there's this open HMD branch people have been working on. So maybe we see this coming not via multi-touch, 
to mouse because no one has two mice. Right. But maybe via no one. No, no but it's multiple <laughs> input basically. Yeah. No, not not I mean two mice yeah. is one example, but multiple input. Yeah. When we had the workshop last uh, November, we had this in mind that like Tom made it very clear that when we think about UI, you you shouldn't think about just the, with a mouse point and then, but think about the future, and that is really nice that the vision is there. Yes. Okay. So, well, that was uh, that was a one question. So thank you very much, uh, Katana, for asking. And um, if you have more questions, uh, as always, uh, drop us a message and a comment in the in the comment section below and mm -hmm. uh, thank you very much for do you think it's going to be a hundred episode podcast wow. i was always for making this the last is this the last <laughs> the podcast? last one now please tell us tell <laughs> us we stop? You? if nobody if nobody leaves a comment that says please continue we are going to stop uh, it means oh, you never made thread? it this far and you never wait, heard wait, me. Wait, wait, so this is only for cloud subscribers because they can only come. <laughs> now you can also comment on uh, SoundCloud and let uh, us know. Or Twitter or anywhere, please let us know. <laughs> I don't know what to do. We don't know. Uh, no, if you enjoy the podcast, please let us know. Or if you know something we can change, also let us know because we are, yeah, we don't know what we're doing here. Yeah. We just press the record. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Thank thanks a lot much. and uh, see you next time, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See you. <laughs> okay. Bye. 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 You've been listening to the Blender Institute podcast, brought to you by Blender Cloud. Are you having a hard time picking your favorite vegetable? Take a leak on the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org. <laughs>